What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Land Your Legend podcast. Got to get a shout out. It's Black History Month. So I got to say Wakanda forever. You know what I'm saying? Forever. <laughs> so welcome to another episode. With I am Jared, your host, uh, the Land Your Tech, give you what you need in news and interviews. And today on the show, we got Mr. Darnell Dickerson. He is the founder and creator of Overzealous Clothing. Welcome to the show, sir. What's up, man? I'm um I'm here, man. I I'm glad to be here, man. And I thank you. I thank you for having me. All right, thank you for being on the show. Um, just remember, y'all, make sure y'all follow, share, like us. Um, if you have any comment, anything you want to ask a question or comment, make sure you put them in the comments, and I get to them as soon as I can. Um, we about to get into this show, so let's go. Um, so first of all, I gotta let you all know that this young man went to one of the finest educational institutions in New Orleans. He went to the Brother Martin High School, home of the Crusaders. You know what I'm Crusaders, saying? Crusaders, Crusaders. You, know you know what I'm saying? What's up, Purple? Uh, I forgot what they call them, but Purple Knight. I forgot where, yeah. whatever school that is. Anyway, we, we the real shoulders out here. But anyway, let's get yeah. back to the show. Um, so, Mr. Mr. Darnell Dickinson, can you please tell the people a little bit about yourself? Um. Hello, everybody. I'm here. Like I said, Darnell Dickerson. I'm glad to be here on the show. Um, like you said, man, I'm with the Brother Martin High School. And when I graduated from there, I went to the Army National Guard and I just did 20 years in the, in the service. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on my discharge orders, but I'm pretty much out. I just retired from the Army National Guard. Um, I did two tours in Iraq. I went to Iraq twice and um, first time I went, I went in 03 and then I went in 08. So um, I'm a veteran. Um, right now I'm at UNO. When I came off, I came off of active duty. I did a little bit of active duty time too as well um, between my National Guard tenure. So um, after that, I started going to school um, at UNO. Right now I'm a marketing major and this is my last semester. Um, and I'm out. I, I graduate after that. Um, recently, got married. Been married for a year to um, my beautiful wife. Her name is Kelwana, and I'll tell you a little bit about her. She has her own business too. So December made our first year anniversary. So that's good. Um, um, I guess that's I guess that's pretty much it until we get into the other questions. But that's that's just that's just a little bit about me, veteran husband business owner man of god all right that's what's up that's a lot of things right there we can unpack that all in this interview um again thank you for your service appreciate that thank you for putting your life on the line to protect our freedom um so let's get into the first question so what got into what got you into the clothing industry so the clothing is the clothing industry wasn't it, it wasn't something that i was pursuing um um, it's not until I met my wife that that I had got a pretty much I had a I had a dream. I had a vision. I woke up one morning and the word zealous is zealous was like loud, loud in my head. So I heard the word before I said, all right, something passionate and just did a little bit more research on it. So I said, all right, man, zealous, passionate, um, devoted, enthusiastic, enthusiastic, believing very strongly in something, being bold. And I was just thinking about it. I was like, so I was praying to God. I'll say, what do you want me? What do you want me to do with this? And I was driving one night, and the image came in my head about 
about this Bible verse. It was a camel, an eye, and a needle or whatnot. And I talked to my mom and I said, what Bible verse is that? What is this with the camel, the eye, and the needle? And she told me the Bible verse, Matthew 19 and 24. It's easier for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. So I thought about that. And I was like, I was, I was thinking about it. Why is this given to me? Like, what can I do with it? And then I had a vision of putting on t-shirts. I said, how can I lead people? How, how can I lead people to God, but not in an aggressive manner? Like, how can I tell people of God, but not really preaching to them, you know, have, get them some type of hope and, and um, inspiration. So pretty much that's, that's how I came up with the clothing business. I didn't ask for it. It was given to me. It was a vision. It was a dream that I had. I, and I just started putting two and two together. And then, bam, over at his clothing company. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, that's pretty good. So, um, so now you started your clothing. So can you talk about the steps of how do you start getting the, the materials or how you get the manufacturer? Because I see a lot of people out who start clothing lines and they do all type of stuff. They order from China or from Chile or somewhere overseas. Um, do you do a lot of your own design here in the States? Do you order from overseas? Or how does that process work? So, so, so with the logo, I'll talk about the logo first with the design. Um, I had, I created a logo initially and um, I put it on some t-shirts and stuff and that's how I first started out and then um, I was getting some some real good some real good feedback that was telling me well it's not as crisp it's not as sharp so um, I had gotten contact somebody had connected me with this guy that did um, graphic design at the old newspaper the time speaking you and um, he had created my design for me um, I said man take this design that I have right now and perfect it. You know, it was good because, uh, you know, this guy was a man of God. He was spiritually grounded too as well. He had a relationship. So, so um, <clears throat> he had made the logo. Um, I showed a couple of people. It was like two or three logos he had showed me. And um, and um, first I talked to my family, my wife, which was, uh, which was my fiance at, at the time. And um, I was asking people, my brother, just people around me. And I was like, man, this is it. This, this is a great logo. So that logo was created from something initially that I had that I made up um, myself just with a thought, a vision that I had. And then when I had it, um, people just gave me good feedback. Now, as far as the, the clothing side, as far as getting the T-shirts and stuff, it's really, it's really man, just, just trial and error. You know, you you could try some T-shirts. You um, they have they have a lot of companies out here, and being in a clothing company, you come across people that has that has that has um um clothing businesses too as well. You might buy a product, you might look at the tag, you might look at it, you might feel the fabric of it, um you might wash it a couple of times, and you, and you kind of you kind of make your your decision. So um it's just coming across other companies, other clothing companies, and just looking at what they have, and me just choosing something that 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 fits you know you just fit to me you know so um i like quality i like quality i like a shirt that will long that will last a long time i like a shirt that's kind of you know that will stretch you know i like a soft you know um um i want to put myself in that person's shoes because i'm just i'm just not going to buy anything you know so they have a lot of manufacturing companies out there 
um, that sell wholesale t-shirts, that sell wholesale clothing. And you could get with them, you could ask for samples and stuff. Uh, um, they will send you some samples. Um, um, you probably could just buy a couple of t-shirts and, and, and hoodies and try them out and see how they last. So it's pretty much just trial and error and just, and just seeing what really works for you and what you can afford. So that's how I purchased my clothing by the quality of it, um, um, how those people work with me, how they gave me a break, how they showed me favor. So um, that's pretty much how I say, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this this teacher from this company, and I'm gonna use it. You know, I'm gonna use it to put my logo. I'm gonna use this. I'm gonna use this for my brand. So that's how I got the clothing and the you know the logo how it transpired. Okay. So what uh what in clothing and in logo design stuff like that. So, uh, what is the process of getting your logo design, or I guess, I guess trademark, so nobody else will come out with the same kind of clothing line with you? Because I know somebody who, uh, who else they started their own type of clothing line, and they wind up getting sued by another company, which is crazy. Yeah. And the two companies have two totally different two uh, different names and everything, but they still sued them because they said it was infringing on their logo a little bit. So you want to talk about that a little bit? I tell people who, who have a clothing company, especially if you have a logo, first of all, become an LLC, become um, legal, become a legal business so people could take you more seriously. And, and, and you just setting yourself up um, for broke down the line. But um, my logo, um, it is trademark. You got um, it is trademark through the state of Louisiana. That's the state side of it. And you could go. You could go to um, the Secretary of State, um, um, LA.gov, and and they have a, a, a spot called Go Bears, and they tell you they have they have um, all of these um, icons, and it they tell you where to go, and you can pretty much like figure it out. But um, they tell you how to do the logo. It has a it has a tutorial on on how to um, 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 send your logo up, tell you how to do it. Or whatnot, and then you send your logo up to the state of Louisiana, and then um, you can get a trademark on it. Um, and that's if, and that's if no one has that logo already. And that's on the state side, but on the federal side, you all you, you also want to get that trademark too, as well, because you could have a trademark in the state of Louisiana, but in other states, you know, somebody could take your logo because it's not trademark on a national level, on a federal side. So on a federal side, you have to go through lawyers, there's some paperwork you have to do, and that costs a little bit more money. But um, if you just, if, you, if you're just starting off, like I said, you wanna become an LLC, you wanna become legal. You want people to take you seriously. For your logo, you know, like I said, they have everything on that site where, where they tell you how to upload your logo, how to explain it, you upload it, they will search it. They will make sure nobody else have it. If someone if someone does have your logo, they will they will um, tell you that you can't use it. You got to do something else. So you upload it. It take about a couple of days. They'll they'll give you some type of some type of uh, certificate. They will let you know that you're approved approved. And now you have a you, you have that trademark through the state of Louisiana. That's just the state side. Federal side is yeah. Like I said, you got to get lawyers. Um, um, they'll do all the paperwork for you. They'll do all the legwork for you. But that costs uh, that costs much more than getting the state side. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. I recently, I, I was just on the uh, state side yesterday, uh, creating another company, but I'll talk about that uh, later <laughs> on. But uh, yeah, that was some, you just dropped some good knowledge right there. Uh, everybody don't know what he's talking about. He's talking about going to this, uh, I think it's sos.la.gov, I believe it is. And also, yeah, LA.gov. right. Yeah. And you can go on it, like I said, you could go on there, man. You could, um, you can search it. It, it, it walk you step by step on how to trademark your logo. It walk you step by step on how to become right. an L to C. Right. And uh, just a little, uh, just a little advice, a little gem for y'all. When you go, when you create this uh, LLC on that website, just FYI, you need to create a, a IEN <laughs> so you can complete the process. Because I haven't, I keep, I, I've been so long since I did it. Well, your IEN, your employer identification number. You need to go to yeah, uh, yeah, EIN, and you have to go to the the federal website. Just Google IEN number for LLC. Yeah. You just create one. It doesn't take long. It's actually information. It's free. Creating IEN because you need the IEN to uh, to connect it with your LLC within your state. LLC, All right, right, cool. All right, yeah, he dropped you dropping knowledge right there. Um, and, and look, man, look, I learned this. I learned this by doing research. I learned this by just by just going on a website and talking to other people man how you do this man so i say you business owner your business owners out there man give the knowledge don't hold it back don't charge nobody just to get an llc tell them how to do it so they can <laughs> right place. don't take my money and do what i could have then now i'm paying double <laughs> i mean yeah they got people out there create llc <laughs> isn't right. it's even not that difficult but sometimes you do need to consult somebody if you want to do something exactly. different. like you can do an s corp uh or you want to be a corporation something like that we talk about it another time all right so you created your clothing line um you're going through your fabric you come up with your designs um now let's talk about how do you uh, uh select what new outfits to put out and how do you come up with your pricing because i've seen what a lot of entrepreneurs even myself is um pricing your product or your services properly so how do you come up with a equation or solution for that problem let me tell you the first mistake i made man and and, and, and this is on the clothing side i came out with too much at one time um i was still building i'm you know, still building building a name for myself and still trying to get brand awareness. And I just came up with with all these different type of color tees and and hoodies and stuff like that. And I wasn't selling them, you know. So the first thing um, I went back to is, is to have if, if you come out with a clothing line, come out with one thing. If it's just a hat with your logo or whatever, if it's a T-shirt with your logo or whatever, come out with one thing and let that grow then you come out with something else build build your clientele base up before you move on putting all this stuff out and i'm gonna tell you as a business owner and as a and as a um a person that that loves clothes i want to put a whole bunch of stuff out i want to put a whole bunch of stuff out it's stuff i had for you know at least a year or two that i'm just putting out today you know because i had it i didn't know what to do with it i bought it I spent the money on it and I'm like, man, this is, I kind of took a loss because I'm not putting it out. You know, like I didn't know what to do with it. I was just too anxious, but now I'm, I'm, I'm just working on one or two things, you know, until, until that, um, gain more exposure, then I'm gonna put some other stuff out. So, um, that's how I'm coming up with just a white t-shirt or just a black t-shirt because it's just one thing. Now me, the black and gold wear New Orleans, so I wanted I wanted to attract the attract New Orleans people. I'm in New Orleans, so me I wanted black and gold. So the black T-shirt, 
with um, the white and gold. I'm putting that out. The white t-shirt with the black and gold. I'm trying to appeal to my audit, my audience. So I'm trying to pull you in and then I'm gonna hit you with some other stuff. But first I'm just trying to get your attention. So that's how I come, that's how um I come up with it. But still looking at looking at magazines, just looking at people and just talking to people and asking, like, what do you like? Like what what would you like to see? And and, and your customer that would that will kind of like mold your business because they say, I want to see this. I want to see that. I mean, I could put out something all day that I want to put out, but if I don't know, what the, if I, if I don't know what, know what the, the consumer wants, um, I'm not, I'm not meeting them halfway. So you want to meet, you want to meet your, your customers halfway and see what they're like and trying to mold that to your business, but not a hundred percent, but 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 try to um, um, just compliment them in a way, and then and then you know you can kind of reach your customer. So that's how I come out with shirts or shorts or something like that because I ask people. I look at what's in. I look at what's popping right now, and you pretty much do it your own way, um, my own style. But it's the thing that's in right now. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 That's that's a lot of information right there. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of challenges or roadblocks do you have um creating your business the challenges um <laughs> i guess i guess at times man you get kind of the, the challenge is, is staying motivated let me put that let me put that out there staying motivated yeah. Say that. Say that again, brother. Say that again. Stay say that motivated. again. Stay motivated. Stay motivated, man. If you don't believe in your business, man, nobody, nobody will. You have to be passionate about your business, and that's something I even had trouble with because people might, you know, you might not get as many sales, you might not get those those many likes, or or um, you might tell somebody about it, they might like it, but not, you know, get anything from you, man. Stay motivated with your business because you have to be the one that's passionate be um you have to be the one that that believes in your business more than anybody else so like that's the roadblock i have of, of just staying motivated at times that you know knowing that this is this is a great product you know this is a good product it has a great message so um stay motivated and don't get discouraged on what people say or how they feel about it if you don't get any sales or if you don't get no support at times but um stay motivated that's the i think that's the biggest um roadblock in all businesses okay all right um and since you're an entrepreneur and a business owner what was your biggest mistake and how did you come back from that um <laughs> my biggest I, I, I can say this one of my biggest mistakes was um, I was trying to do a commercial right um, for my business, and it was it was somebody that was local. It was somebody that was local. Um, met the guy. He was on Instagram and stuff. Um, um, paid him a couple of you know paid him some money to do a commercial to take some pictures. We were supposed to do a photo shoot, but I had to pay some money up front. Um, so uh when we when we finished one thing we're supposed to move to another and he's supposed to send me that so i put he put to send me some footage so i could use that on my page um i lost out i lost i'm gonna tell you man i lost out about 400 
are about 500 bucks because I paid him to do a service for me that was never provided. He never finished a service. So that was my biggest mistake as in if you get somebody through a social media platform, like which a lot of people are, we have businesses through social media platform, you know, if it's a service, let them do that service first. I have some type of contract saying that, you know, this is the ins and the outs. You know what I'm saying? X, Y, and Z, put everything in detail because, you know, people not like me and you, um, people going to, you know, they're going to try to take your money. You know, they see your business trying to grow. They're going to try to take your money and stuff. So, so um, um, be very careful on who you do business with. But uh, that was that was my biggest mistake. Um, just giving somebody money, they're not following through on what they're supposed to do for me, and I lost out. So another thing I say, if you if you're starting off, man, take pictures with your phone, take video, take videos with your phone, and post them. You don't need to go up that high yet. You will get there. Do everything yourself until you get the finances to get somebody that's real professional to do the things that you want them to do. So that's another thing. Um, do it yourself until you have the finances to get somebody that's going to really come through. All right. That's some good information right there. You know what I'm saying? Like I started this podcast <laughs> doing, I was recording it with my phone in my truck in a garage. Right. I started it and I was just doing it from audio back then. Now right. I'm on audio and I'm streaming on multiple platforms. So if you got a dream, you know what I'm saying start small, but if you go into a big one, you know what I'm saying? So it's your dream. You have to push it through. All right. I think we have a comment here from um, Mr. Maurice Smith. He said, people scared to share hustle because they don't believe in theirs. Uh, what do you think about that, Mr. Dickerson? You have to share hustle because... Um, yeah, you're right. I say, I, I say, I say, people are are um, are scared to share their hustle because um, they don't believe. You know, like I said, you you have to be the one to believe if nobody else believe um, in your business. You know, you you have to have a mind made up. You have to be passionate in what you're doing. So um, um, we all gonna. I'm gonna say, don't be scared. I'm gonna say, you, we might be a little um, uncertain, apprehensive at the time um, of of what we're doing, but but don't be scared. You know, you might you might have a little anxiety, just a little bit, but that's the great part about being an entrepreneur, man. You never know what's gonna happen. I say, step out on faith, man, and let God do the rest. You know, that's pretty much what I could say about that. Okay. Yeah, and I, I got I got a few comments about that as well because um, I got a lot of people who I follow in the and they give out a lot of free content and uh, i mean they give a lot like i follow uh eric thomas a hip-hop preacher i follow uh gary vanderchek they give out a lot of free content like daily and weekly and they're making a lot of money because their content has been proven to work and people come back and they want to pay them for their services so they can get them on um so they can work on their products and their services and their businesses because they believe them and they follow them for so long. Um, I mean, they even motivated me to start this podcast, following them. So I would I would pay because I I have paid to go to some of a couple of their events. Yeah, and I got more from their paid events than their free events. But people who just stay on the free events, they just think that's all they need. But no, sometimes yeah. number one thing, what Warren Buffett said, the number one thing you need to invest in is yourself. You know what I'm saying so. So always remember that, invest in yourself first. 
Um, all right, cool. I like that comment. But yeah, sorry. So let's talk about um, your nonprofit organization. You giving back to the community. That's one of my questions. Uh, what do you do? Give back to the community. So let's talk about your nonprofit organization that you started. Yeah. So another uh, look. <laughs> I have is not because of me. It's because of God. He gave it to me as a gift, and it's given given it to me. He must. He must. He must trust me with it. So um, step into greatness was something that was initiated a year ago um, in January. Um, I went to a, I went to a, a conference in Covington. Show them, show them uh, the logo in the background so they can see it. Oh. Yes, Step in the Greatness. Well, let me, let me there you go. Step, Step in the Greatness. Greatness. That's the logo for Step in the Greatness. All right. Logo for <laughs> So uh, Step in the Greatness uh, kind of fell in my lap. I had went to an empowerment conference in Covington about a year and a half ago. And um, the young lady that was that was given a conference, uh, her name is Ashley Marissa. I am enough. Um, you can follow her on Instagram. But um, she had came up to me out the blue after her conference because I was a vendor there, and she asked me, um, "Do you want to do a conference in New Orleans?" I said, "Cool." I'm gonna tell you this, but I always wanted to work in events. My mom was the event coordinator for the Time Speaking Union um, when I was growing up going to brother martin and stuff so i was always around events but my mindset was like i could get i got i'm gonna get a degree i'm gonna do this i'm gonna give some more experience then i walk into that field with her asking me that um um we had started um we, we initiated like stepping into greatness it was a conference right so um she has an empowerment conference i have stepped into greatness it was a first conference and it's and and it's a nonprofit organization we're legalized in the state of louisiana we you know we um 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 very professional business the mission behind stepping into greatness is our organization educates and empowers everyone to walk in their true purpose in life operating in their god-given gifts therefore encouraging and individuals to participate in all forms of entrepreneurship that would initiate the well-being of the community pretty much we want to we want to we want to motivate you and push you to walk into your true purpose in life using your god-given gifts using the gifts of teaching using the gifts of entrepreneurship using the gifts of of mentorship you know um um whatever your gift is we want to push you to operate in your gifts because a lot of people might be in in um in jobs or careers which they don't like but they just in it because it pays the bills you know and that's good because we do have to pay the bills but also what is your passion like what gift how can you be a benefit to other people with the gifts that you have and that's what you call stepping and stepping into greatness you're stepping into your purpose you're stepping into your gift and that's pretty much it so we do outreach. We um, we had our first outreach event um, in December. We went we went to um, Duncan Plaza. We fed the homeless and we gave some clothes out. And we and um and we are collecting more clothes to feed. I mean to give back to the homeless. And that's one thing that um, we started doing 
Um, soon, soon as we became a legal business, but that stepped into greatness. Maybe we want to push you. We want to push them to your purpose in life. We want to motivate you. We want to empower you. Um, at our conferences, we have vendors. I let everybody who is a vendor, you, you promote your business. You talk about your business. Um, um, we have the speakers. Um, they will tell you how they started from point A to point B, you know, how they started out and how they stepped, in, stepped into greatness. We have pastors, ministers, like any way that we could lead you to be a better person, you know, that's our main objective. All right, that's what's up right there. I like that. That's a lot of information right there. Yeah, man. I'm going to have to have you one day, man, to tell them your story, how you got from, you know, like you're on TV now. I call this TV. You know, <laughs> so, now. <laughs> so, so it's crazy because uh, when, I, when I called you to do the interview and uh, hit you up, um, what you asked me to do at me, you spoke, I think, we, I think we was on the phone for like 20, 30 minutes and we were talking. What you asked me to do at one of your future events? Ask you to speak. <laughs> yes. Power networking, you know what I mean? And right. I, I always wanted to do something like that. Um, and so now I got the opportunity just for doing what I love to do right now, just for podcasting. So now I get the opportunity to speak. Um, I do it right now because I, I work in a uh, civil back society, uh, okay. a nonprofit organization that talks to uh, eighth grade young black males before they get into high school. Mm-hmm. And I mentor them a little bit. So that's probably yeah, I like to get back in community um so they can see more people like us so they can have role models and saying hey if they can if he can do it I know I they can do it too I can do it too all right so cool that's what's up man I can't I trust me I can't, I, I can't wait to do that that speaking of it you just don't know how man, there's, look, there's already already look already put the, the invitation on the table man um like you that you, I'm not taking no fun in but we just, it's done oh Okay. All right. So, uh, so you're a business owner, you're on a nonprofit as well. Um, can you talk about, you talked about how you started your business with your LLC. Can you talk about how it is creating a nonprofit organization? Cause I think that's, I've never done that before. And can you talk about how you create that? Is it a different process? Is it still like an LLC or how does that work? There's a 501c3. Um, that's, that's what it falls under as a, as a nonprofit. And, um, um, you can go through a lawyer. Um, they get it legalized, and it's pretty much it's almost the same process of going of, of um, doing it through the state, but um, um, it's, it's it's different paperwork, different paperwork. But I went through legal zone. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I talked I talked to some other nonprofits. I, I went through legal zone, and um, I let them. I told them what I wanted to do. I gave them my purpose. Um, um, I gave them all the information they needed, and they did all the legwork. But but you do get legalized through the state. So um, I went through legal zone. Like I said, you can go through legal zone, or you could go to a lawyer that could legalize your business as a nonprofit. And, and I'm gonna tell you about nonprofit. It's a, a lot of type of nonprofits. I don't know if anyone if anyone noticed, but the NFL is a nonprofit organization. <laughs> yeah, a, a, yeah, a lot of people don't know about it because they, they don't even talk about that. But that's crazy how the NFL is a nonprofit organization. That's right. crazy. A nonprofit, yeah, it's a nonprofit organization, man. And um, and um, is is like I said, it's so important to have a purpose because they're gonna ask you what your purpose is, and they have all all different types of codes of of, of a charitable organization, a membership, and all that stuff. So. 
like I said, I learn as I go, <laughs> as I go, I ask people, I talk to people and um, I'm going to give you back that information. But, um, but um, um, like I said, this is, this is something that um, I just got legalized in. I went through legal zone. They can help you. Um, or you can find a lawyer that can help you legalize your business on a, on a nonprofit side. You need, now I'm going to tell you this, you're you going to need some members and your nonprofit as far as a five months, you're gonna need a treasurer, you're gonna need a secretary and stuff like that. So those are the type of things you're gonna need somebody that's gonna be available every day of the week. If somebody come knocking your door, at, like just to see if this is a nonprofit, it could be home based. But you know, that's the stuff that I learned um trying to formulate this business as a nonprofit. So um don't you have don't you have a board as well with a nonprofit? Board, yeah. So so the members are the board. So the members are the okay. board. The state, the state of Louisiana required three members, and I think it's a treasury, a secretary, a director, and then you have another member, which which will be the um, the manager, supervisor, something like that. The one, the the overall person, of okay. it. like the C, the CEO, like the CEO or something. So um, that's the that's the small stuff with it. You know, um, I'm gonna tell you a good thing about nonprofit. When I when I did my 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 thing at Duncan Plaza, this this um, the city of New Orleans didn't charge me because I was a nonprofit organization. So that's a good thing. It's a good it's a, it's a good tax write off. But you have to but you have to um, you have to show um, why. You know what I'm saying? You, they just they're just not gonna afford something to you. Just not gonna give it to you. You have to show why. So um, even with events and stuff, um, you might you, you might get something discounted because you are a nonprofit. Now that company still has to make money, but they might give you at a discounted rate because you're a nonprofit. If you want to hold an event, if you want to do something, you know, it's, it's a lot of benefits of being a nonprofit. Man, people donating money, um, money, but the money is used towards a nonprofit um, to support your purpose. Um, if it's education. Um, if it's if it's helping out homeless people, um, you know, less fortunate, you know, um, you you have to show where that money is going. You just can't just say, "Oh, I got now profit in this," and don't do nothing with it. That's how you get in trouble. Okay, all right, cool. That's that's a lot of good information right there. So you said some uh, legal zoom. Um, when you were using the legal zoom, I, I always wanted to use legal zoom, but I heard good and bad things at the same time. Okay. So I never used it. But I, I wanted to in certain situations, but I never used it. So, can you talk about the process of how you use LegalZoom? Like, do you go out there and you just put, say, I want to start an online organization, and then lawyers or they compete for what you're working? They, they give you, or you set a budget? How, how does that work? Using LegalZoom, so nonprofit pretty much is 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 just the administrative side of it. You know, you could you could contact them through um, their website. You could call them. Um, you'll talk to a rep and um, they'll ask you what type of nonprofit um, um, that you want to do. So they'll ask you what type of nonprofit that actually ask you the purpose of it and stuff. And, and then there's questions like um, how, how how much money will be invested to it? You know, like what type of donations? Is it this amount? Is it this amount? And, you know, you ask them, like I told me, I'm just starting off. It was like $50,000. I like the lawyers you could go, you know, so so they ask you those questions. Um, so you give them you give them all your information. And like I said, it's it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy because they're doing all the legwork. So you give them all your information, 
what you want to do, the name of the business, um, the state that you're in, and um, they'll do they'll do all all the legwork. And after that, they'll send you your certificate. They'll send you this, you know the, the the certificate from the state of Louisiana, and then you're legalized as a nonprofit. Um, now, far as the legal side, far as getting um, they they have a, a lawyer you could talk to at any time. But that's gonna cost you extra money, you know. If, if you want to get a lawyer to um, to um, discuss things with, I talk about your nonprofit. I have somebody you could call all the time. It's a monthly fee you have to pay for that. I say no, I don't want that. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want that. Um, with me just starting off as a nonprofit, I just say, man, just give me just just give me this. I need my paperwork. I need to be legalized. Um, I need to be in the state in the state of Louisiana, so um, I could do my nonprofit. And then you do that on the state side. Then you do another one for the federal side, which is the 1023EZ, which um, has a lot of paperwork to fill out. And if you're approved by the federal government, just with that sheet, then it's not going to cost you nothing. Now, if you fill that sheet out and need some more information and stuff, um, you need to be more detailed. Um, that's going to cost you about 600 bucks just to get that approved on a federal side. So, um, like I say, it's always state side and federal for everything you do. You can go through the state. State is fairly easy because it's a state side. And when you go on the federal side, you're talking about a little bit more money. You're talking about a little bit more detail. You got to go into a little bit more work that you have to do. But um, like I say, with LegalZoom, you give, them, you give them the information. You talk to a rep. You can call them at any time. they give you the status of it. they send up all your paperwork. You'll get it back. And um, bam, you're a nonprofit very very easy to become a non-profit through legal zone you have to pay the money though all right that's what's up all right i think we got another comment from marie smith again uh asking have you transitioned i guess he's asking have you transitioned to full-time business owner if not do you see it happening and what is the plan the plan is the 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 ultimate goal um, is 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 to be um, financially st stable enough to just have a business, right? My plan is to have several businesses. I, I, I have a lot of visions and stuff. I wrote I wrote a lot of stuff down, but that's the ultimate goal: just to work, just just to have my flagship store, warehouse company, and I have my business and my non and my nonprofit business as um, as um, another entity too but working both working both of those um so have i transitioned as a full-time business owner um not as of now because i'm in school right now and school and school is taking up some of my time but i but you still have to find that time to um to um, um do your marketing to go out and talk to people me and my wife just a couple of weeks ago we go down to jackson square and look, we pulling up on you. What's up? Uh, you want to buy some products? Not like that, but we talking to people. We doing our we doing our promotions and stuff, and uh, we are getting some sales. So we hitting the ground. So we hitting the ground out there, and, and we getting out there, and we and we bringing awareness to our business. So um, to a full time business owner, yes, um, I'm a student right now, so that take so I take like some of my time. But um, think of it. Just, just like think of it like this, you know, it's, it's you almost 
a full-time business owner because if somebody called me now if they want a shirt or a hoodie or something like that i'm going to meet them you know i gotta get up early for school but i'm going to meet them you know um if somebody wants something dropped off tomorrow um, i'm gonna fit it into my schedule where i'm gonna go drop that product off so so in a sense i'm always a full-time business i'm always thinking i'm always thinking of of um how to do my marketing i'm always thinking on how to connect with people where can i go um what to do next um what type of shirt to put out so in essence i'm full-time but far as on a labor side um that is my main objective to just to just do this solely um as a as a business with nothing else um on my plate businesses multiple businesses yes all right yeah that's, that's good right there that, actually that was my next question was about to ask you how do you uh advertise and market your business and your nonprofit? like do you have a plan um do you uh send out facebook ads or instagram ads do you do okay I'm sorry. Um, everything is done on faith. Everything is done on social media, Facebook and social media. And like I say, we get out in the city and we promote our business too. So even if I'm getting out and just say, if I didn't sell anything that day, somebody learned about my business. Somebody got a card. Somebody, um, I had a conversation about them. I had them right there. Follow me on Instagram. So um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, I do everything for social media, for as marketing. That's how I get the business out there. That's what I get out there and do. But um, <clears throat> like I say, just just getting out talking to people. All right, all right, that's what's up. Okay, all right. So uh, what type of technology do you use to help with your business? Uh, do you use like particular software to come up with your design? Do you do all your designs yourself? Do you hire outside people to assist you? Um, what do you use? So far as so so far as the shirt itself it, it, it being made, yes, I go to um, I go to uh, a manufacturing company. Um, they print they print it out my they print it out and everything. But um, far as the technology, um, you know, I have my laptop. <laughs> I have my laptop. I have my phone. You know, I take pictures with my phone. I post with my phone. Everything with the pictures that we take outside or wherever we at. But I'm gonna tell you this: they also have apps that that you can download on your phone that can put up different backgrounds, pictures, music. Um, um, if you're outside and you want the, and you want rain to come down and you want like lightning and stuff like that, you know, um, anything I could do to be more appealing, to be more attractive. They have a lot of apps out there. Um, um, some apps. Which, which ones do you use? Which one do you use? Which one I use, I'm gonna pull up one app right now. Okay. An app that I use is Motion Leap. Motion Leap is an app where you can have different backgrounds, where you can have snow falling on your T-shirt. Um, you can have like um, the lights flashing and stuff. That's the one I use um, called Motion Leap. That's the one I'm, I really use. And I think for the whole year, it was like 20 bucks. You know, um, pay like $20. I think it was like a promo going on. But that's the only thing that I use for is outside of just um, I'm using pictures, you know, using stuff on my phone to make the picture brighter, to make the picture look better or more, or more appealing. Um, that's one of the things I use. But Motion Leap is just one of the apps you could use um, if, if you want to have a picture of a fire coming from 
your head or something or wings on you or something like that you know motion leap is one that i use but they have a lot of other apps out there that you can use to make your product more appealing okay all right all right that's 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 a, that's a, that's a hidden gem right there y'all you better take notes about that one I, I never even heard about that all right so um so what would you tell someone i guess let's start with the business side first um if they wanted to start their own clothing line, do you recommend that they go to school or get cert, get some type of certification or some type of training before they start doing the clothing line? Do you have any, because uh, you know, there's always these people, there are people that say, don't waste your time to go to college. Then there are people that say, you need to, you need to get the education, succeed in life. So where do you see it? Where, where you at on that special when it comes to starting your own clothing line? Starting your own clothing line, I say, I say, um, have a have a um a theme have a have a um, um something that that um you want to convey have a message you know if you have a clothing line as far as the experience you know you're going to get the experience while you're out there um you're going to fall you're going to pick yourself back up you know you're going to you're going to have success you know you're going to fail that's the best thing about being an entrepreneur but um, the best the best experience is getting out there with trial and error. That's how I did it. That's how I did it. I got out there and I and I'm learning as I go along, and I'm still learning today. The education side, um, yes, there's a lot of people say, "Man, you could do this without education," which um, it is some truth to that, you know. But I am I'm a person that believes very strongly in education because you learn the lingo. You know, you learn strategies, you learn plans on how to do things with your education. Then you make business connections with those people at school. Um, they teach you things. Um, I remember I was in a class in digital marketing and they put up my Instagram right in class. And it was like, you need to do this, but you don't need to do that. You need to do this. So, I mean, you don't you don't get that, you know, on the streets. You see what I'm saying? So the education part is good. Read books about about. Um, about what you want to do, go to seminars, go to work, just go to webinars. Um, um, educate yourself in all ways, in 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 any way possible, so um, so um, you could just get better at your craft. So the education is really important. And if you choose, and like I said, if you choose not to go to school, read books. You have Google, you have YouTube. Um, people are learning how to how to. Um, change your oil on youtube how to do this on youtube youtube you could do a lot on youtube so um the education is good the experience is even is even greater um like i say take that first step out there with your business if it's a clothing business have a vision have a um have a plan and 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 know what the purpose is you know what is your purpose who who are you trying to target with your clothing business what is what is your your message you know so so that's what i had that's what i was learning when i first like who is my target audience like what message am, am i'm trying to convey um um how how do i want to how do i want to um just just represent myself as a as a company you know um I don't just want to have some type of logo or just something on my shirt that 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 doesn't have no substance behind it. I wanted I wanted to mean something, you know. So that's why I said, man, let your business mean something. Have a um, 
a subject behind it. All right, all right, that's what's up. All right. Um, so what do, what about the side of the nonprofit? Um, do you think you need to go to school as well? Do you think you just you can just go ahead and go <laughs> just start one on your own <laughs> without knowing anything? What do you think about that? <laughs> um, look, I started I started now. I'm, I, I all right. I'm a business major, right? Marketing is my major, but um, when I did that first conference, you know, I didn't learn. You know, I didn't learn um, what I did at that conference in school. You know, it was it was just it was just pretty much um, by the glory of God, man. It was it was just being led by Him and, and having and having a good a good support team around me. You know, um, just to do that type of conference. You know, but um, like I said, education is always good. Um, you just can't start a nonprofit. Like I said. You need a purpose. If you start a nonprofit, what is your purpose? Like, what are you giving back to the community? Like, what are you doing as a nonprofit organization? Just don't start one in, you know, you just just throwing parties every weekend or something like that with no purpose behind it. Like, like who's gonna benefit from that? So so I say with a nonprofit, have a purpose behind it, and then you'll learn you'll learn along the way and um and um and educate yourself too in the nonprofit world. So, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I always ask everybody this. So, when was that moment that you knew um, you were going to be successful in your business or in your nonprofit? Was it when you saw your first shirt, uh, had your first event? Like, what was that moment that you knew, hey, I can do this, I could do this full time? Um, Man, I tell you, the thing with all right, the thing all right. So, so the thing with overzealous, I'm, I'm gonna go a little deeper into that. So, so like I said, it's based off the Bible verse Matthew 19 and 24, and um, it, it, it starts it starts with a story um, in the book of Matthew. These guys were trying to um, challenge Jesus, asking him a whole bunch of questions, and then you had this young man come to him. Um, I'm saying like, how can I have eternal life? And um, and God and God told him that um, there's only one good. There's only one good. And also, you know, um, find you know follow all all of the um, all of the the Ten Commandments. So the guy was like, man, I, I do that. I'm, I'm I follow all all the commandments, you know. So so Jesus was being a little sarcastic, like, well, since you're perfect. <laughs> Since you're perfect, um, sell all your possessions, give them all the way, um, give them to the poor, and come follow me. And a guy, the guy walked away. So, so, and that's when he said it's easier for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than a rich man into the kingdom of God. That rich man right there, he was. Um, um, the thing was that he was weighed down, and he was so focused on on his on his riches is that his heart his heart was not right his heart was in the wrong place you know what i'm saying and and when your heart not in the right place is that um um you can't be right with god you got to accept god first you got to accept god first you got to be saved you know and you know and that's and, and that's what god is looking for your heart you know so so um think of it like this the camel 
it's bulky, it's hard to move, you know. And think about a camel going through an eye of a needle. Eye of a needle is the little part on the needle, right? Imagine that going through um, that eye. It's impossible. So it was impossible for that man to have that heart and to be focused on his riches and still have eternal life going to heaven. And the needle, the eye, the needle is the narrow road to salvation. It's the narrow road, road to heaven because so many people um, don't put God first and 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 they um and um whatever they put first becomes their God. Riches becomes their God, alcohol becomes their God, addiction, um, whatever the case may be, cars, houses. Not saying that God don't want you to have that, but um, but um He wants you to put him first. So I'm saying that to say was that the success for me, the the thing for me is telling people my story and telling people what overzealous clothing mean, you know, and pretty much I sum it up like don't depend on your riches, don't depend on your status in life, don't depend on people, only only being you need to be um, I'm focused on is God. And when I tell people that with the overzealous clothing company, it's like they they're like in awe, like. That's what that mean because they, they I could I could be somewhere and they're looking at it and they're like what is that I see a camera I see an eye and so now it's a conversation starter that's one thing about a businessman be unique be different be bold so now it's a conversation starter so now when they see that and they they receive it you know and I'm gonna be honest with you them receiving that and understanding the message behind it before sale is is that satisfaction for me because at least i touched somebody that day i changed somebody's heart or i made them see life in a different way you know what i'm saying so so like that's the success for me is is having that connection with people talking to people about god so that's that's the satisfaction with me you know what i'm saying but a step into greatness um a lot of people showed up all the businesses that came they made money you know i was able to put i was able to allow people to advertise and promote their business and make some money at the same time you know if you you know if if that person is doing good that's what it's all about you know us helping each other us supporting each other us um um embracing each other so that's the success behind both of these businesses i'm kind of long-winded at that time i'm sorry let the church say amen Amen. Was, that was right there. That was a, that was nice right there. All right. Okay. Yeah, be over, and that's why I said, man, be that's why I say be overzealous for God. Don't be over. I was look, I'm not I was overzealous about a lot of stuff. I was, I was overzealous about a lot of things in life, man. Um, um, the wrong stuff in life, man. I was out there, man. But you know, through prayer and 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 and, and through the right support system, man. And accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, man, turned my life around. And now, you know what I'm saying? I, I could I could talk about him. God is the center of my businesses. That's what I tell people. I'm not ashamed to say it. He allowed me to have the business. You just leave me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm following him. Wherever you want me to go, I'm here. I'm out here. What's up? <laughs> I'm out here. <laughs> no. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, so...